All right, I've got a topic for you. Okay. Um, it's actually more, I'll just do this as like a reading so we can kind of get onto it, get all the context here. Okay. Um, all right, so title of the article, State lawmakers in the Illinois Senate advance a proposal to do away with the unpopular practice of changing the clock twice a year. Okay. So this year alone, dozens of states saw attempts to end daylight saving time, the practice of turning back the clock an hour every November and an hour forward in March. A recent, a recent YouGov poll shows that the majority of Americans, including 55% of Midwesterners, wish to end the practice. I know Arizona got rid of it. They are, yeah, they're the one state who has gotten rid of it right now. Um, okay, so the Illinoisians among the group that could soon receive that wish after the Illinois Senate passed Senate Bill 533 on November 12th. Uh, the proposal, which was introduced by State Senator Andy Maynard, um, would make March 2020 the last time Illinoisians changed their clocks. Um, so this paragraph is an explanation of the like, savings time. You know what that is, just the time of the year between March and November, and then you move the clocks. Not right. read that one. Um, okay, so under Maynard's proposal, Illinoisians would no longer sacrifice early sunsets for morning light during the winter months. The amendment reads, daylight saving time shall be a year-round standard time of the entire state. That would mean more hours of daylight for Illinoisians. Which, can we stop right there? What the fuck does that mean, more hours of daylight? So it's the same goddamn That doesn't make any sense, yeah. <laughs> it's just redistributing the daylight. Yeah. All right, so millennials are split on whether they approve of adjusting their clocks twice a year, according to the YouGov poll, but a majority of both Gen Xers and baby boomers support ending the practice. When it comes to whether those opposed want their clocks permanently set on standard or daylight savings time, Gen Xers are divided, while baby boomers strongly form the latter, which Mayor's amendment would make permanent, bringing longer daylight year-round. Wait, so baby boomers, like, want to end the practice? They want it set on daylight savings time. They're cool, cool in daylight savings time? They yeah. Oh, I was going to make the case that maybe they just don't want to change their clocks because they're old, but that doesn't work. So go Right, ahead. no, no. So, so they don't want to change the clocks anymore, and then when it came up to whether they want it permanently set on standard or daylight savings time, the baby boomers strongly prefer daylight savings time for some reason. They want daylight savings time, like, in the summer, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It, well, because you have to choose when you're going to stop doing it. So you have to either stop doing it right uh, after you spring forward, or you have to stop doing it right after you fall back. Right, it, it's because they get up early in the morning. That could be it. Um, yeah, I guess we can just stop here and just kind of discuss what we've read so far. Yeah, so, do you have an opinion on this? No. I don't care. I would actually go as far, I don't care either, but I would go as far as to say, it's just too late now, right? Like, we just have to be doing this forever. Like, It's kind of fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like twice a year, it's like, oh shit, we gotta move the clocks. You get a little bit of both. Yeah, then like... <laughs> The one you get that extra hour of sleep, you're like, fuck yeah, I feel so refreshed. But you could just go to bed an hour earlier and it'd be like the exact same thing. Yeah, and then the opposite happens and you're like, life's <laughs> terrible, but I like yeah. it because I live in the cold weather and that's part of my life. And yeah. like, welcome to winter, bitch. And it's just like, yeah, like, get in the mood, right? Yeah, that's like Monday at work, everybody's like, man, we lost an hour of sleep, everybody's groggy, right? And everybody's like, it's like kind of Yeah, but like, it, it sucks, but like, you're bonding over it, so it's like, uh, yeah, it might be a good thing. Alright, so originally enacted as an energy-saving measure during World War One. Daylight Savings Time reached its 100-year anniversary in 2018. While initially reserved as a local decision, the practice became law nationwide when U.S. Congress passed the Uniform Time Act in 1966. 
I think that's a really important paragraph, too. We can't just succeed from this shit and then be on the border of Indiana where they're going to keep doing it. Like, this that's going to fuck yeah. up everything. No, it's like Wisconsin does it and we do. Yes, like, and the state-to-state thing is a huge issue. Like, I was thinking about, I found out Arizona doesn't do it anymore. And I was like, so, like, what time is it? Like, I couldn't figure it out in my head. I was like, so now they didn't fall back. So instead of being three hours behind Eastern time, they're two hours behind Eastern time. Yeah. So they're, like, on Mountain time. But they're not on Mountain time. They're just on... They're just on Pacific time without daylight savings time. And I was like, who's making these decisions? So, yeah, it, basically your point exactly. Like, we either got to do... This has to be a federal level thing, yeah. not a... Or wait. Yeah, well, yeah, not a yeah, state yeah. level thing. Right. Think about just, like, the mayhem, too. With, like, even just, like, the Bears. Okay. Okay. So their schedule... So they'll play at what? Like, 1... PM when they play at home against the Packers, but then noon when they play away. Yeah, no, and no, you're just no, all fucked no, up. No, yeah, no. <laughs> like, like, and it's like, but it's like, they're not starting an hour later. It's just our clocks are different than theirs. <laughs> it's not an actual difference. The clocks are just break different. Break my brain. I would not be able to figure out. It's like, all right, so we're going to the East Coast, which means we don't go forward the hour for that one because they're on our time. Right. But then when we go west, we're like, wait, we're going west, which means we do have to change it. <laughs> Not as much as before, but, but like maybe more than before. I don't even remember. I just I just wouldn't be able to do it. I'd, I'd miss an hour of like four different periods. No, games I would definitely need. I would definitely need that to be a federal level thing. Yeah, or even just like the primetime games. Like they're not going to just let us start at seven twenty our time. They'd be like, no, you bitches, you guys are playing at eight twenty like you always had. Yeah. But it's not, well, what used to be 720 is now 820. Like, they're not going to let us start at 720. They're like, no, you have to wait for the 3 o'clock games to end, like everybody else. You guys are starting at 820 now. I'm Those games already go too late. I can't handle that. I... The one thing I like about, like about this discussion is um, it's just showing that time is, like, very arbitrary. It's so confusing, too, when you start, like, <laughs> doing one-hour time differences across zones. All right. That's pretty funny. Okay, so as such, states that approve proposals to end the clock change must first get approval from the federal government before they take effect, according to Maynard. Probably should have read that before that whole discussion, because that might just wipe all this out. Um, the only, so this is the quote. Um, so the only two way that it could change in Illinois, ultimately, even with this bill becoming law, is either Congress gives us an exemption as a state or Congress implements a uniform standard uh, presumably different than what we have right now. Okay. okay, so some research has shown that not only does it practice, uh, I'm sorry, so some research, some research has shown that not only does the practice fail to achieve its energy-saving goals, but that it may increase the risk of heart attacks and car accident fatalities. Moreover, many Americans find the biannual disruption to be simply annoying. It's supposed to be energy saving, like as in electricity and the, gas? That was the logic when it set it up 100 years ago, during World War One, Because they're like, you won't have to have your lights on as much at night, I guess. But then we just, now that we just live, our lights are just on all the time, every day. So I think it just doesn't matter anymore. Right, it doesn't matter. Right, it's just easier to like, use electricity 100 years later. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I found it weird that it, may increase the risks of heart attacks. Yes, yeah, so I didn't really get that. Um, 
And yeah, so Illinois wouldn't be the first to end the tradition. Uh, Hawaii has long opted out of daylight savings time. Arizona is the only state to opt out within the continental United States. But the, Navajo, but the Navajo Nation, which controls a large chunk of the state's northeast corner, does observe it, making for an awkward arrangement in the Grand Canyon State. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I didn't read that part before preparing this. That's fucking hilarious. Go Navajo. They're like, fuck you guys. Like, we're doing it. <laughs> you would think... You we're we're going to comply with the federal government just to fuck with you guys. Yeah, like, that's like, I was going to say, <laughs> you would think they wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, savings time. That's so funny. Like, even they think it's dumb to succeed from that at this point. Like, they're like, you know what? It was way too late for that now. Um, so if lawmakers in the House advance Maine's proposal, Illinoisians may soon find themselves relieved of their biannual clock changing duties. Okay, so I'm guessing the point of this is that if they pass it and then enough other states pass it, like, over the next years or whatever, then, like, the federal government will be like, alright, like, majority rules. Uh-huh. Um, I just want to get in the mind of somebody who, like, really wants to end this, like... Yeah, how is this, like, what, like, well, you know what, I'm taking this issue to Congress. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Yeah, like, how is this, like, how are we, like, are we writing a law about this? This is crazy. Really, at the end of the day, it's like, you're fucked. Either. You're, like, you, there's yeah. just way less sunlight in the winter, no matter how you cut it. Like, you just have to deal with that, and that's that. That's it. Deal with it. <laughs> I wonder if there's like some like politicians out there who are like they're in a really close like election and they're like you know what I'm gonna throw out the daylight day, like, savings time for the extra push with the boomers <laughs> but like the millennials are agnostic daylight like, like, savings time we're ending it guys boomers are like you got my vote yeah you know <laughs> it's like they're on the fence and they sprinkle the daylight savings thing on and the boomers are like you know what I fucking hate that shit I've hated it all my life you've got me <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> It's going to be like Tom Steyer's <laughs> debate platform. Quick hitter. Um, I bought, I got some pants. From, yeah. I'm not wearing them. Okay. From Lululemon. Great store. Known for their leggings. I don't know how familiar <laughs> you are with Lululemon. I'm not, but it sounds like a... They're known, for their, <laughs> they are known for their leggings. And they make, now they make some men's pants too. They're sensational. Are I'm they like, like tight? Are they like tight no, slip they're, they're, Like just... Normal pants. They're normal pants that are just made of, like, good shit. Okay. But, like, you wouldn't be able to tell. I'm perusing the five pant options in this pop-up down in Florida. And they're, like, AB, Chino ABC. And I'm, like, what's ABC? And I, like, read the tag. Anti-ball-crushing technology. This is, like, Whoa. their official term. And I was, Hell like, yeah. I was, like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> You can't have my ball like that. You can't not. It's like were there ones on the shelf with the. It was some ABT? of them. Well, yeah, yeah. Some were not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, like, it's like obviously, get I'm getting the ABCs here. <laughs> like, I walked in. I was here brief. I was here on New Year's Eve, and I uh, I met up with Sam and Elizabeth and and Josh McGuire and um, Ted, and. I walked in and I'm like, guys, I have these Lululemon pants. They're the shit. Mostly because I knew Elizabeth would know what the fuck I was talking about. 
<laughs> and then Elizabeth just goes, "Are they ABCs?" And I was like, "Yeah." So this is like known technology. Yeah, I was like, like, "Yes." Like, why do you know that? I was like really hoping to like bestow that upon the room, and I have none of you know what that is. She was like, "I was gonna buy some for Sam." Like, do they actually work? And I'm like, and I was like, I haven't actually thought about it, but I think the, the fact that I haven't thought about it means that's probably working, working perfectly. You should have. Oh, well, you should have just gotten a control pair of pants then. I need. I w- only want these pants. And then, like, not. No, she got one pair of, oh, of regular, and then one pair of regular. Oh. And then, like, find a way to I like see. not look at the tag when you put tag when you put them on every day. Uh-huh. And then, like, the first time your balls get trust, you just like drop your pants and like look to check which ones they were. <laughs> <That's terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> and then that way you know if the technology is real or not. Because what if it, it could have been? You know, you don't know. I've honestly never. I don't often feel like my balls are being crushed, like, no matter which yeah, pants I don't I'm wearing. Ever, like, I so, I, I found so it pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my ABC. Well, here's another question for you. Okay. How many pair of pants do you own at one time, generally? Oh. Like, sweats don't count. Like pants. Sweats don't count. Okay, like, four or five. Okay. And, like, I try to just keep them all black. Yeah, I thought you were going to have a nice, firm answer. I, I, I usually do four. I think four is enough. I like having five. I prefer five. Yeah, it would be nice to have an extra pair, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've got, like, some gray. I want a gray, a navy, and a black at all times. Yeah, I have... Uh, I always have a khaki one, like jeans, not like khaki pants. Uh-huh. I have these greenish ones, and then I have a black, and then I have, like, a very dark blue-ish black. Thing. Right, right. I think right. Like, the color's called, like, midnight or something. Midnight navy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then then you get like the you got a little spectrum. The blacks get the most play by far. The um, blacks are the most yeah. It's just yeah, those, that's how life is. Throw those on for anything. So really, you need I like okay like let's say I'm making my starting five. Two of them are for sure black. One's gray, one's navy, and then like the fourth one is like a little bit of a toss up, and it's like it might just also be black, but like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about it, but like sometimes I'm like I want it to be black. I don't know. Fun facts about me. I have not owned a pair of blue jeans since 2012. Okay, I'm also very anti-blue jeans. I forgot what year I got rid of them, though. Yeah, I remember I bought a pair that year, and that was the last time I bought a pair. I'm not even anti-blue jean. I just personally don't wear them. Like, if you had a pair of blue jeans on, it wouldn't be like... What's the the difference between... I don't judge people who wear blue jeans. I'm not like, oh, like... But you have style dubbed... isn't as good as mine for wearing blue jeans. But you have dubbed yourself above blue jeans by not wearing them. Is that not true? Uh, I guess that's a little true. So I'm, I'm just Your actions <laughs> suggest differently. My actions suggest dickery or douchebaggery, probably better. No, word. I know exactly what but you're talking about. my thoughts aren't that way. No, oh, yeah, I know, I know. It's I, like, I I am this way about a lot of things. It's like do this you, is like a common issue for me. Do you own any like pink shirts? Like I don't know. Uh, pink shirts. I, I might. would never think like I'm like above a pink shirt or anything like that. I just don't own it. I see. Okay, that's not a great comparison. That's no, that is actually a good comparison. I might have a pink shirt, but like, I don't judge people who don't have pink shirts. <laughs> I think the blue jeans is kind of weirder though, because like everybody has a pair of blue jeans, pretty much. The blue jeans is more of a statement because I basically don't like blue jeans because everyone has them. Also, nobody cares. Nobody's ever been like in the last seven years being like, "Hey man, you own a pair of blue jeans or no?" <laughs> Never ever gotten that question fielded to me. 
I remember having. Nobody's ever noticed. It was like a. It was a ever. Kanye related epiphany. I was like, Kanye never wears blue jeans. Like no one's wearing blue jeans. Like the famous people that I admire. What about like all the white actors? I feel like they all wear only blue jeans. Maybe they do like. I don't know. Like Ben Affleck? I feel like I've only seen him wearing blue jeans ever. But I don't want to be like Ben Affleck. <laughs> you want to be like Kanye? Okay. Oh, yeah. I came. I was trying to just, like, not, but I started watching another season of Terror's House. <laughs> <laughs> you are the biggest degenerate of Terror's House. I've known since... No, Unwan's just, which... you, Unwan is at least as bad as me. He's just seen them all already. <laughs> We, because every time there's... Good? What's this one called? I can't believe there's more. This one's called... Boy... <laughs> oh, this Boys and Girls before... in the City? Yeah, Boys and Girls in the City. It's before opening new doors and before Aloha State. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. It, it's high one... up there. Yeah, I bet... That one has to be better than the new season, right? Mm. Actually, I would I'm enjoying that. the new season. Me, okay. Every time a new one comes out, I'm... I'm... Facebooking Unwan about it like immediately after I watch it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I think I just watched Opening Doors too fast. I got a little burnt out. But. Opening Doors is has a really weird flow to it. Like it's a very unique season of Terrace House. Boys and Girls in the City is like how you would expect it to be, kind of. What does that mean? It's good from the beginning, but not like overly good. Oh, never like peaks. It's just like it's not like oh shit, crazy stuff's happening. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it's something kind of crazy. It wasn't that crazy, but like it's like okay, it's like terrace house crazy. It just yeah. yeah, it's just exactly. It's like Japan relationships. Like I'm just gonna tell you. So <laughs> this girl, this new girl, gets in and she immediately is like, I like this guy, and this guy's like, I like her, and they're like going on date. Not I don't know date. The word date is weird. Yeah, like how right away is relative. It probably took them three weeks before they actually like went on a date. No, no, this was like so fast. This was oh, like really? in the first week. Like okay. this was like the fastest developing relationship. So they're like, oh, you want to go hiking on a mountain? He was like, you want to go hiking on a mountain? She's like, I'd love to go hiking on a mountain. Like I like you. <laughs> and he, there they held hands on the first day. The panel went crazy. Yamachan was like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Yamachan was acting like he was, he was watching. Porn on like live TV. Basically, <laughs> it was so funny. And then they like keep going. Like, oh, he like she went with him to the kickboxing thing. Like they were very much like on a path. Yeah. To become a couple, like it was like mm-hmm. obvious. Like the whole panel was like like great chemistry. Like didn't seem like an act. Like didn't seem like an act. Like they had it at the beginning. Like it seemed like they were like didn't they didn't even have to grow into it. That type of thing. Um, and then. The guy, they made a plan to go. Everything was going really well. He was like, "Let's go to an amusement park." He won like a kickboxing match, and they were. He, she was like, "I'll take you anywhere you want because you won the kickboxing match." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I want to go to an amusement park on Sunday. It's probably like Tuesday at this point." She's like, "Okay, fine. Yeah, I don't even like roller coasters, but if you want to go, I'll go." And I'm like, "Well, okay. Like, this is over. Like, yeah. they already held hands. Like, this is over and done with." Um, they. Then they decided to go, that was, they were planning to go out on a Sunday, and then, I guess on the Saturday before, they went and got, like, blacked out, and he was, like, hungover, <laughs> and then, like, he got up in the morning, like, oh, man, I drank a lot last night, huh, you did too, huh, and she was, like, she came down, like, with her shoes on, with a bag and stuff, and he was, like, oh, where are you going, and she's, like, we're going to the park, what are you talking about, and he's, like, Oh, yeah, right, the park, for sure, we're going. And this man is, like, hung over. I was like, go ride roller coaster. <laughs> like, go straight to the theme park? Okay. 
And he ended up going and just puking. Like, he'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, he literally had to leave and, like, go puke. Yeah, he's just hung over the whole time. (laughs) And even after that, because the panel was like, well, this isn't, this is, is like the only thing that could have happened that would stop this relationship. And like she, they got home and she was talking to the, the girls in the girls room and she was like, yeah, it kind of sucked. Like he was puking the whole time, but I don't know. It kind of made like, I saw that side of him and I didn't mind it. Like it, it, I think it brought us closer. And I was, like, I was like, okay, like this is like in the bag. Yeah. So then, uh, they're like decorating a Christmas tree together. Classic. And, um, the guy's like, so what are your plans for Christmas? Like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, I think I'm just getting dinner on the 25th. But, like, no no, no other plans, really. And he's like, okay, cool. Leave the 24th open. We'll go out. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah, great. Blacked out again? No, no, no. Okay. And then he's like, no, no, no. That would have been incredible. No, so the guy's like, yeah, and I won't, like, be fucking dog over the entire time. I have to make that up to you. And she's like, oh, it's okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um... So they end up going, and he brings her to, like, this special, like, walk through, like, light sh- Christmas light show and dinner, and he's like, there's something I want to bring you. And he brings her up to, like, the Tokyo equivalent of the sky deck. Huh? They were, like, looking over the city, and it's like, this is such an obvious moment. And he told Boys them, and girls in the city. <laughs> exactly. He told the, he told the other, he told one of the guys, like, I'm going to try to kiss her up there, yeah. And, um... They'd start doing that thing where they're, like, explaining their feelings, but, like, the Japanese way. Yeah, it's, like, way too yeah. concise and, like... <laughs> this guy's, like, I just want you to know I really like you, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then it's, like, will you be my girl? Oh, yeah, and I yeah, forgot totally, to mention, they yeah. held hands again. Okay. Before, That's fine, though. Once they do it the Well, first. this was, like, not... This was this... Sorry, podcast. They're interlocked fingers. This oh. wasn't this kind of... And, Hand holding. This was inter. They've moved on to interlocked fingers. That's intimate. <laughs> and he asks her to be his girlfriend, and she's just like, "No." <laughs> and everyone's like, everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And she said, "No." Yes. Did she explain why? She said, "I see you more like a friend or a brother." And then everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and they literally then he went home and it was just like, "What the fuck?" And he like woke up one of the other guys. That was already like dead asleep at two in the morning. He's yeah, like, like, can you just, did come? you see that coming? He's like, just yeah. five minutes. Like, I need to talk about this. Like, we were holding hands, like, all this shit. And the guy's like, you were holding hands? And she rejected you. <laughs> She's like, he he was like, if you were, if without the hand holding, I wouldn't care, but she did you wrong. <laughs> like, she led you wrong. I don't to like, would you be in the most serious relationship of your life with me? Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess there are some steps in there, but yeah, Japanese, like, there's not. I guess there aren't. And even the girl, then, then the girls were, t- and then they all ended up staying up late. Yeah, and then like the she girl- held your hand. What do you mean she doesn't get in a long term serious relationship with you? So at that point, two of the people had just left. So there's only four people in the house at this point. Two of them were in a relationship, and then the other two were like those two that were on that date. Yeah. So the two people in the relationship, like, the guy went and talked to the guy, and the girl went and talked to the girl, and then they convened, and she, the guy was like, they held hands. She was holding his hand. And he, <laughs> she was like, the girlfriend was like, what the fuck, they were holding hands? So she goes and talks to the girl, and she's like, I don't know. You held his hand. Like, and she's like, I know, I feel bad. Like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> she was like, it's what okay. The, what did the panel say? <laughs> the panel was like, the panel is going through it, man. They were like, 
Because before that, you know, they would check in every time that they did it's a little thing. They were like, oh, I think it's going well. Like, yeah, yeah. She definitely like, likes oh, him. They like, like that's George a conversation like, between. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Everyone, they, like, no holds barred. Like, everyone was like, this is obviously going to happen. Like, not even Yamachan was like, I don't know. Like, you, no one was like trying yeah, it's to. It's like, like Sean and Subaka sort of. Was just yeah, like, no yeah. one had any hot takes. Yeah. Like, this one was just like, they're clear this one's going to work out. And then she said, no. Did she leave the house? Like, what did she do then? No, well, that's what I'm watching now. So she didn't leave the house. She just was like, they eventually talked again, like, a day later, two days later. Because she was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have, like, held your hand. Like, I led you on. Like, I should have. Right. She's like, I feel bad. And then she started, like, kind of backtracking a little bit. Like, being like, I just, I don't know, maybe I need more time. Like, she tried she tried to, like, unreject the rejection. And then the panel was like, she's just covering her bases. Like... Okay, I uh, yeah, think I that's mean, probably enough on DRSLs for today. It's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's been the most consistently talked about topic since we started six months ago. It's like it slides into every episode somehow. That was amazing, though. That was fascinating. I'm glad you. That was one of the best that. parts of the whole conglomerate of Terrace House. Yeah, yeah that, that was as good as anything I saw at opening doors. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's switch gears here. I was thinking about I think about this frequently, and I'm not the only one who does this. This isn't like you probably thought about this too. Uh-huh. If you had just like total, just like fu money, what like sporting competitions did you put on and just like coerce professional athletes to do them? What on one basketball tournament? You would just like force everybody. To I would do like it. just pay CJ McCollum and <laughs> Chris Paul, <laughs> and I would make their. I would obviously it'd be like weight classes, like height classes, because like obviously just Anthony Davis would be a point guard. Yeah. For sure. That's it. That'd be really fun. So, how many classes? <coughs> I guess we talk about that one for a while. I'm, I'm thinking like, much differently about this, but yeah. yeah. It would have to be like six foot to six three, six four to six. No, six foot to six four. Okay, six foot to six four, six five to six eight or nine. Six nine and taller? Yeah. Who would get screwed most by that 6'9 and taller? Uh, like LeBron, sort of? Well, no, no LeBron. LeBron, we, LeBron would just be like, I'm 6'8, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would be playing against a 6'8 guy. LeBron right would now. destroy his the lower weight class, like his six, <laughs> the, the wing class. Like, yeah. LeBron would just wreck them. It's like 6'9, um, The best player in the league that is 6'9 is like. Ben Simmons. Well, Ben Simmons is like 6'10". Yeah, he's not winning any one-on-one tournaments either. He would be terrible. He wouldn't even be invited. Um, I guess, well, Durant would win the tall people one, right? Or Yeah, 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 yeah. Durant would probably even... Maybe. Do be... you think Giannis is just too strong? You can just back him down over and over again? Oh, well, but... Giannis... No, KD would get a strip at some point. Well, okay, you got then... Embiid, Giannis, even like Jokic. Like, that guy's big as shit. KD. Oh, just... And AD. KD and AD. I think AD would win. I'm trying to think. I bet Jokic would be a huge problem for a lot of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Durant. Like, did you see his game winner the other night where he literally just got the ball, there's no help, he backed up, and then just like... Put... Like, he well, caught the ball at like the elbow and literally just turned around and just dribbled backwards into the guy all the way right under the rim and like laid it in for the game-winning shot. I did. I was like, I haven't seen a game-winning but... shot like that in so long. <laughs> like he was just That's too big for the guy guarding him. Yeah, like what's KD gonna do against that? I don't. I don't think anything. Like the only guy who'd really like get in the way from... exactly, and Bead yeah. would be able to. 
Embiid would be really good. Yeah, I guess Davis could use his quickness. No, Embiid would shoot a three for no reason at some point. No, um, Embiid would just do his jab, jab, fifteen footer game a lot. Yeah, but I feel oh like no, that's no, no, gonna miss the most. Well, that's another question. Would there be twos and threes, or would it just be all ones? Uh, I think you'd have to give them the three point line for it to be fair. So twos and ones, or threes and twos? Probably twos and ones, but either way, there would be like a three point line involved instead of just all uniform yeah, baskets. Okay. Right? Or is yeah. that stupid? It'd be interesting to see the uniform basket one because then people won't be hunting for the threes as much. Uh-huh. But, I mean, these guys also, they could get to the rim whenever they want. So it's like, it would also just, it actually might not be interesting because, like, people would just score nine points in a row. And then, like, you have to, like, Yeah, it would be, like, whoever, it would be whoever gets the, would get the ball. Whoever gets the ball twice would probably win. Yeah, whoever gets the ball first would end up, like, winning. Yeah. I think that's usually how it goes. Yeah. They like, do. They're, they're only getting one stop per game, right? Like, up to 11. Yeah, like, they're, the, they're the stop score. would be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the stop would be, like, holy shit, they stopped it. Or he yeah. missed it, like, something like that. Yeah, it'd be the players who would stop themselves, which would be, like, that'd be, like, why I don't think Embiid would do good, because he'd, like, shoot for no reason, instead of just uh-huh. dunking every single time. Um, I mean, NBA players obviously do one-on-one drills, but they do it in where it's like you only get three dribbles, that type of thing. Or like just a certain Maybe there would have to be a rule like that, too. Oh, uh, dribbles? Mm-hmm. No, I kind of want to watch like Harden just... <laughs> <laughs> Harden would be so unstoppable. He would win He's already, thing. yeah, like you yeah. can't stop him. But like a guy, then you have like someone like Bradley Beal, like with no one else on the court. Like Bradley <laughs> Beal will never miss a shot with no one else on the court. I guarantee you. Well, there'd be one other person on the court, but... Well, yeah, but no help defenses, I guess, is what I mean. All right, so I was thinking, I, think, I was kind of going in another direction with this, but that's a good one. I, that's gonna, that would be on my list. Uh, I was thinking more like just throw like a staring contest with like <gasps> with like Tiger Woods, like LeBron, like <laughs> like Skip Bayless, yeah, like Clayton Kershaw, <laughs> just like all the best athletes in the world. So he has like the mental fortitude to like keep their eyes open longer and like make it like a, like a bracket. That's fascinating. I would watch the fuck out of that. Who do you th- who do you think would be good for that? The biggest like Skip Bayless, really big assholes like Aaron Rodgers, Skip, <laughs> Skip Bayless, Kobe, Kobe would oh, be Kobe, the best. Yes. Kobe would be like in the mirror <laughs> practicing <laughs> all night. Think about like Kobe going against Tiger in like a staring contest where like they were actually wanted like we're gonna try. I think Tiger could be really good at that too. I definitely think Tiger would be good. Actually, prime Tiger. Now Tiger, I feel now like. Now Tiger. He's got too much perspective on life. A little, 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 <laughs> little bit of a twitch in those head eyes. Um, definitely like a closer. Like Mariano, bring Mariano Rivera out of retirement uh, yeah. for the staring contest for sure. He's not blinking. Um, David Ortiz. Just clutch guys. David Ortiz. <laughs> Is there a correlation to being clutch and not blinking? I don't, I don't know. That's what I want to find out. Right, and then I also got to invite like really shitty like like T like, J Warren gets to come. We'll see how well there. Jimmy then, Butler, T yeah, J Warren face off. Like, a nice variety of like skill of your athletes, so you can find like the premier people, like the good people, and then like the bad people. It'd be cool if like a guy won the staring contest or like did well in the staring contests, and, like earned the respect of his peers, and then like went out and like was better at their sport, it's, like more confident. Because yeah. they knocked off Kobe, and, they're like, just the, like they're, they're just dribbling and staring at people now, and it's like fucking them up. <laughs> that would uh, be electric. I think that would be fun in the same vein of rock paper scissors tournament. So, yeah, yeah, yeah same. That. Yeah, that's like very similar. Uh, I've also thought this one is uh, professional running related. I've always just wanted to have like a. I kind of stole this one from Unwan, Unwan, shout out Unwan. 
but I think it's a fantastic idea. Like a Tour de France for running, where it's like 20 races in like 20 days. But like some oh. of them are like 21 miles, and then like the next day you run like an 800. And then like oh. the day after that, it's like a, like a 5, and then it's like 13, and then it's like back to like a 1 mile. And like you find a way to weight them all and do it like a point system. Is that what the Tour de France is like? I don't know. Maybe it's just cumulative time. I'm not sure how they do it. It wouldn't work for run. The reason the total time wouldn't work for running is that you could proportionally win the 800 by a lot, but then if like you lose the 20 miler by a minute, like you won the 800 by two seconds, like that's something's not gonna. Right, right. You have to. You have to like wait wait until like one event. That would be fun figuring out the waiting thing. Um, There's but that one too. You need to really have a lot of money to do because like. No, like, serious marathoner would ever do that, because lit- that would ruin your career if you tried to do something like oh, that. Oh, no, you'd be... Like, you would never be the same. But no, after it, the 20- it would murder your body. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you really just need to, like, get a, get a ton of really elite runners to, like, all agree to retire at the same time with your money. And then right, just, you'd basically have to then, give them a retirement plan. And then also have them take it really seriously somehow with, like, the incentive structure for, like, doing well in it. That would be tough. But, I don't know, you just gotta rely on... Some people are just irrationally competitive, and that's... Those people are great. Um... One thing I'll say related to running, there's a comedian named Eddie Izzard. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's English, and he is a cross-dresser. I don't know if he's trans. He was, like, a cross-dresser since the 80s. Like, he goes and does stand-up with heels on. Okay. And, like, makeup. Right. And he's so funny. He's one of the funniest people. So, modern-day Eddie Izzard, I guess, was, like, I just ran a marathon, like, 20 days in a row. Like, not fast, but I did it. Yeah, there are like, people who do that. I was I like, what the who, fuck? I can't believe um, the mental fortitude that would go into that, too. He was doing it. It was, it was like, it was charity related. Like, he wasn't just doing it. But especially him, it's like a bit, which is like, how fucking committed do you have to he's, do? It a is a bit. He's that. not like a runner. Like, if you looked yeah. at him, you'd be like, you don't seem like you did that very easily. Like, like there are all. those, like, ultra marathoner, like, freaks who, like, kind of do that. But I think those people, like, I think they literally have, like, chemically addicted to, like, running. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So that's how, like, they do it. Like, I think they're, like, legitimate, like, junkies, essentially. If you're, like, you're running, like, uh-huh. 50 miles through a desert for, like, competition or whatever. Like, right. I think that's, like, a whole different level. That's not, like, oh, I'm testing myself. That's, like, I think there's something, like, you're literally just, like, an addict. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, for that, what makes that more impressive for that comedian to do it is he is not, he's probably not like that at he's all. He's not an addict. Like, he pro- I don't think he has running experience. Like, like I don't think he ran power. ever again yeah, after that. that. To like, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It might have been more than that. It's it might have been, incredible. like, 30 days. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, he said it was, like, to draw attention to a cause or something. I don't yeah. know. It wasn't just, like, hey, look at me. It was, it was, but it wasn't, there was, he was, like, now nah, look at this because you're looking at me, that yeah. kind of thing. And he said by, like, a few into it, like, people would start helping him, like, oh, I heard Eddie's running through town, and they will like, bring him water and shit, like, outside, <laughs> it became, like, a thing. Yeah. Um, I wonder what, I wonder what marathon he felt the worst in, like, it would be, like, the third one, like, might have been worse than, like, the 22nd one in a weird way? I think that's actually what he said. I think he said yeah. once he got, like, three out of the way, he's like, well, my body just was like, I guess we're doing this again today, and yeah. eventually got used to it quote unquote yeah. so like i'm sure that actually is what it was like the third one probably was harder yeah i'm just trying to think human body's crazy man yeah yeah human body's just like all right fuck we're doing it fine no, all right, all right. <laughs> like, you I'll seriously da- are gonna I'll, make me do this i guess we're doing it i'll make it a little bit better for you right but i'm just thinking like his feet and shit too like i bet his feet yeah hurt, like things like that it's yeah that's so many miles even if just like you're like you're you kind of tweak your calf one day and like you know you slow down but like how and does it that starts heal affecting if you're doing that every day. Right, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't heal. I don't know. That's crazy. I will say this. 
This isn't about running, though. Um, do you remember a little while back, there is a international sailing racing competition where the winner of the competition gets to, like, make up the rules for the next one. This is, like, only billionaires are participating in this. <laughs> That's like, pretty cool. So, it's like, oh, this year we're racing from, like, Aruba to the Auckland Islands on this kind of boat. This is the route. And, like, the winner from last year is, like, making all this up. So, one year... Is there uh, some, like, asshole winner who just keeps choosing his own best boat every single time? Or well, there like... was a, this is what... The, okay, okay, the yeah, only yeah. reason this ever came to my attention is because one year, uh, this guy named Larry Ellison, who's the CEO of Oracle and is worth, like, $50 billion, won the race. So, the next year, he was like, okay, we're using these, like crazy fucking boats that like float above the water basically and are really fast isn't that every boat and really really dangerous <laughs> a boat that floats above the water no like above the water like there's a shark fin and then it basically is flying other okay. than that oh and they're faster they're extremely fat they're like the most modern sailboats that have like ever existed and like they were like okay like this is what we're doing now like i've got my team like you got to get this kind of boat and we're doing it in San Francisco, because I live there. Like, we're doing it in the Bay, like, off the coast. And I think only four teams initially signed up, which is less than normal. And during the trials, like, a boat crashed and someone died. Oh. So to that team obviously was like, okay, we're not doing this. And then another team was like, we're not doing this. How do you so, know so much about this? Where did you find all this out? When it happened, it was a while ago. Okay. But you, the, you like f the fuck you money, like what kind of sports league thing made like reminded me of it. Yeah, it's just like the billionaires. It was really interesting. Well, that's interesting too. The dynamic of like a bunch of billionaires too. Like, but there's so much one upsmanship on like what the challenge would be. It's just like kind of how yeah. they wound out with that boat. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's not enough to like win it. It's like you're gonna like pick the craziest fucking challenge anybody's ever heard of for the next one, and it's like and like kind of in, in a way by doing that ensure that you're more likely to win again, so yeah. you can like do the same. It's weird. Uh, the real, no, the real reason I came across that was because there was a headline about it, and then I was like, what do you mean flying boats? And then I looked up the boats, and I was like, oh my god, they're not like the boats are flying. I'm actually gonna look that up on YouTube once we're done. It's, it's electric. I don't know, just, I guess, flying sailboats. And I was watching, I was like, I get how the guy died. Like, are you kidding me? This shit looks so crazy. So what ended up happening, it was Larry Ellison's team versus <laughs> one other team, and it was just like one-on-one, -on -one and it just doesn't, it was stupid as fuck. And yeah. obviously Larry Ellison's team won. And so we're doing it again I next think year, they guys. just did it again. Yeah. <laughs> and like now no one signs up for it. Oh, he like yeah. ruined it. It's like start a different one. You're like not inviting him. But it is interesting. I mean, I don't know other forms that race has take took. It, I, maybe it would be interesting to read a history of it, but I'm sure some of them are really cool. And yeah, that's kind of what you're saying. Like those dudes have fuck you money and like boats. So they just are like, okay. We're like, go with the craziest competition. Galapagos <laughs> Island to Hawaii. <laughs> but you're not allowed to use this current. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And you have to use an 1800s boat. It's like, okay, fuck. <laughs> All right. Let's go. It's kind of cool. Can you think about any other uh, competitions you would host? Oh, okay. I mean, you really expanded it for me with the the staring contest idea. Remember that game, like, Dots you play at restaurants when you're really bored? I would want, like, some kind of Sellers of Catan tournament. Oh, that'd be interesting. But, like, I That's think... That's a little I too would... advanced, though. Maybe I would just want that to think be... Think about Kobe studying for that. That'd be... <laughs> Kobe would... 
Kobe would like become the best player, settlers player in the world. Like easily ready for that. <laughs> Kobe just win all these. <laughs> Who else he probably would good? actually. <laughs> just, just be out of pure determination. Just, yeah, just like craziness. Yeah. Um, there were some other like really intelligent former players though. I mean, we're talking every sport, right? I mean, yeah. maybe like Greg Maddox would be a monster. <laughs> Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks I, I bet Hendricks plays Southern Catan like in his free time for sure. I know actually that the, <clears throat> I forgot what year it was, but in the past five years, um, there was a random article about the Packers offensive line playing a lot of Catan together. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey. Well, I live in Green Bay. I mean, same. Like, All right, we're going to... Bakiari's house tonight. Like, what else right. are we gonna do? We're gonna play settlers again. <laughs> um, I guess oh. the one I was thinking, like a little less advanced than that, but still very strong at mental battle every time. That uh, dots game, where you make that big like array of dots, and then you take turns doing a line, no. and then whoever finishes the box, they get like their. You never played that game? No. Oh, we play that game at napkins like all the time at restaurants when we board as kids. The dots game. Yeah. So if you set up like say. This would be a short game, but like a eight by six array, perfect array of just like dots okay. with like a pen on a piece of paper. Yeah. And then you each get a different color pen. Uh-huh. And then the first the person who goes first connects one dot to the other. Uh-huh. They would have to, you can't, you can't like go across the whole thing. It has to be like right. one like dot to dot. And then the next person connects the next dot or any dot, any dot on the board they want. It doesn't have to connect. It doesn't have to connect. You could do it on the completely other side if you want. What's the goal? The goal is to... Fill in the fourth line of a square, uh-huh. and then you get to color in that square, and that square is yours. And whoever has the most squares at the end wins. I've never heard of this. How have you never played that? I thought like every kid played that growing up. At some I point. wish I did. It's like, a great game. Yeah, that sounds like a great like way really to pass intense. Time. <laughs> really intense. The intensity levels in those games when like you're trying to find like one more line you can make. Because then the other rule is if you close the box, you get to go again. Okay. So sometimes you're like you're like studying the whole board. You're like, all right, that closes this, that closes five, that closes this, that closes six. But then they get to close seven. It, it's a good time. Okay, all right. That so sounds like it would have been. That would be great for high level athletes because just seeing <laughs> LeBron like chewing on a pencil, being like, fuck, like which line do I draw next? I think that would be riveting. I I wholeheartedly agree. And that would have been who's, like really dumb too, which would be also like equally fun to find out who's really smart. <laughs> Um, that would have been invaluable in the, like, the, when I was a child, like, pre-smartphone days, when it's just like, we gotta kill some time. Yeah, like, you're sitting I wish there at I would a table, have murdered for and that. there's nothing to do, because you're just, like, waiting for your food at a restaurant. Right, but you have a pen or something. Oh, you use a pen been... and napkin, and you're good. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to play that now. We'll play that sometime. <laughs> we got some napkins, we just need to find a pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. Um, another quick one. There's no such thing as no turn on red in Florida. That's really? best thing out. It's such, it's like the polar opposite of the city of Chicago. Like, oh, you just do whatever, <laughs> you do whatever the fuck you want on the roads in Florida. Oh, so you can always turn red on red? Yeah. Or you can never turn red on red? You always can. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. There's... No, you, you read that right, you read that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, like, you could just turn whenever the fuck you want, like. That's a good rule, yeah, that should your role always <laughs> yeah it didn't seem to be causing any issues either yeah that's like my theory too like if you are like me who doesn't have 10 moving violations on their record or wide spotless <laughs> i think if you get to like a certain age like probably right around 27 28 without getting anything you should get a special sticker that goes in your driver's license and then 
with that sticker, you have permission to you no longer to follow the rules of the road. Yeah. So like, because they trust, they should be able to trust me now not to run it like slam into somebody right. or put anybody in like a really dangerous You've situation. Proven yourself. So I can just like blow red lights and do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> as, long, as long as I deem it safe. It was like, <laughs> until I get a ticket or an accident. Right, right, right. Because like, yeah. like, you've earned the trust. Yeah. Yeah, I should just be able to just go through red lights. Yeah. Andrew Whatever. always used to bring up uh, no, right? nobody's here not stopping just go <laughs> right no because you already looked both ways and determined that you weren't gonna no cars no one was gonna get injured by blowing the red no I know some people who would do that and still like just destroy themselves Andrew used to um, bring up the idea of uh, if you just put a giant spike on everyone's steering wheel how that would just like solve most driving issues. Like you have a spike like right oh, like here. Oh, pointed at your heart? <laughs> <laughs> like if you go for it. <laughs> like, everyone will drive really, really well with that. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, fuck. It's like at my neck. Fuck. Do you want to, uh, to talk about I Love Money? Oh, yeah. Duh. So this was, um, this was the episode that I think Jacob liked the most. <laughs> When he was first telling us about it. Yeah, so for the people who have gone back and listened to our older podcasts, this would be a little bit of rehashing an older topic. But this one's so good, we can't we can't go over it without giving our opinions on it. Yeah, so in this... The, ch- so this the is challenge... Money, week five. The challenge in I Love Money Season 1, Episode 5. Also, really quick, we skipped 4 because it wasn't that good, but uh, R.I.P. Boston... Boston was gone. The best part... He kind of deserved to get kicked out. (laughs) Yeah, the best part of that episode was Boston, like, trying to stop them from putting his check in the box, like, to the last second. He was, like, trying to... He was trying to filibuster it. He was like, I just got... We gotta wait three more minutes. (laughs) I was kind of hoping that would happen, and, like, everyone else wouldn't realize it, and Boston would be like, ha, time's up. (laughs) Something crazy would happen. But other than that, it was a bit of an anticlimactic episode. They agreed to, uh... No, it wasn't Boston's fault. Boston and, like, four other people agreed to, like, throw a challenge. A couple people from the green team and a couple people from the gold team made an alliance. And the green team was like, we're going to throw the challenge. But then Boston's two wing women, Megan and Brandy. See? That's right? I think so. That's her name? Uh, Went back on their word. In Boston, got axed and was crying about it literally. And it's, <laughs> literally, it was really hard to watch him go down that way. Yeah, he freaked out. It was bad. It, it was, was really like, bad. He was like throwing a little hissy. <laughs> yeah, he was throwing a little hissy fit. Like, yeah, he needed to go. He needed to go. And then we were like, okay, you should probably. Leave. But RIP. It was, it was like kind of like a comet. Like you went over it. It was awesome. And that was it was exactly like a comet, and I appreciated it heavily. So then the next, the next episode was episode five, which is the one we watched for this week. And the challenge was a six-on-six battle. Every Like, six people on each team had to pre- produce a tier that ran past a line at about nose level. It had to drip <laughs> down past nose level. Yeah, so they, like, they took a marker, and they had, like, an index card to, like, get a nice straight line. And yeah, that was actually my favorite part. They put it, like, right on mark- like, your nostril. They had, like, the straight edge going, and, like, they're getting it, like, so precise. They made a straight edge right underneath everyone's nostrils, like, to the ed- edges of their cheeks, so they all had, like, funny-looking mustaches on. And then they gave them, it was, like, five people. Yeah, yeah. So the object well, of the saw- challenge was that every single team member on your team had to produce a tear that rolled down beneath the line. Yeah. Did you and say like, that? Just, yeah, yeah, I said okay, that. Okay. So there was there were six people and there was five 
tools for crying. Like it was an incredible concept for a challenge. Yeah, this was absolutely amazing. <laughs> like so creative. Like it was like someone had an onion, someone had a cigar, someone had cayenne pepper, <laughs> someone had um, hot, sauce. hot sauce, and someone had there was a fifth one. I don't Tweezers. know. Tweezers for like I guess when you pull nose hairs out it makes you cry. So that was one. And then one person just had to cry like themselves. Yeah. That so was the best part. So there's six people on each team, you got all five of those things. Everyone got to choose you had to split them up and then one person yeah. just had to do it on their own. Right. So that eventually I guess with it like it was supposed to be like one each person gets one tool, but like towards the end I think everyone was just using yeah. every tool and like no one really cared. So a first of all, you pumpkin didn't no, yeah, know yeah, what yeah, cayenne yeah. pepper was. Yeah, I'm worried that the way that so when they say go on this challenge, I'm kind of thinking like, all right, it's probably gonna take a little while for this to happen. Like, you don't need to. Nobody's gonna get in the first thirty seconds. They came out of like, what's the expression? Of, like guns blazing. Yeah, just like like bats straight out of like hell or whatever. Bitches. They all tried to. They like literally like went crazy for whatever they're like what their thing was like right off the bat like no hesitation no like like all right like let's they were cutting out there was someone cut onions and it was just like putting them right next to their eyes i'm like i don't even think it was like that seriously works. cutting them like, like oh my god like, i don't do this in under a it minute i'm gonna let my whole team down and we're gonna lose like not probably the case so well one of them really did have the smartest strategy of the ball it was pumpkin pumpkin <laughs> did not know what cayenne pepper was it just At all put a dab of it straight into her eye. Like, she put both hands in the bowl of cayenne. <laughs> to be fair, they set her up for that. That was the biggest bowl of cayenne pepper I've ever seen. That was so much... That was, like, a year's worth... Maybe more than a year's worth <laughs> of cayenne pepper. It was nuts. Like, cooking consistently with cayenne pepper. It was so much. And she didn't know. And she, like, fisted a fucking handful into her <laughs> eye. Straight into, her, like, her eyeballs. And, like, rub it, like, on her cheeks. Like, no, her head like, what her and the funniest part was they had to, like, confirm. Oh, wait, 55. They had to confirm that the tear got below her line on her face before, before her. she could, like, go get water. So there was, like, a little bit where she was just, like... She was screaming in pain. And, like, nobody... I do not blame her at all. Like, that... No, part, she, she was, like, like, in her confessional, like, she's pumpkin, so she's not, like, she's not that serious. She's, like, she's like yeah, I legitimately thought I was going blind. Like, I might go blind. Yeah, she's, like, I thought they were just gonna have to scoop my eyes out. <laughs> So that was electric. So, so everyone else sort of like falls into place. Like they use the cigar yeah. smoke. Things. The onions people they get it pretty fast. Yeah, That's the onion people. One. We did learn the onions definitely the quickest way. So that's the guy. Each team. <laughs> yeah. So each team had one person who was not using a tool, which was like the star. Like you were yeah. supposed to be the best crier by far, and. Was her, is her name Rodeo? Rodeo on the gold team was selected to be the no-tool crier, and she literally just started screaming, like, I miss my kids! <laughs> like, someone was like, your kids are, like, back home, they miss you. Yeah. She just kept, like, she kept wailing as if she was crying. Yeah, I like, thought it was a weird really strategy. Emotional. Yeah, she's, like, trying to, like, start, yeah, she, yeah, you're right, she's just, like, wailing as if she was crying, but... She wasn't. But she wasn't, and, like, it didn't work. And like, she, was she kept really going. sad shit. She's like, I wish I was with my son. Like, I've been in Mexico for so long. And yeah. then her teammates, who are encouraging her to cry, 
by just insulting her because like they're like they're trying to hurt her feelings. So just like, no, like you're they, such a bad mom. You left. Your yeah, kid. they're like you're a bad mom. You left your kid, and then she's like, I just want to see my kid. She's like, she is a million miles away right now. Yeah, <laughs> so serious. It's like literally like a million miles. Theirs away. were all like related to the kids, like because yeah. that's what she was uh, like yelling about. But then on the other team, Brandy C was on the green team trying to cry. No one was really, they were just kind of, no one was really, like, helping her or anything until it was getting, like, to the bottom of it. And so it was like, you're so fucking stupid. Like, I think Megan just randomly went, like, you're such a fucking idiot. But that was, like, the only <laughs> actual abuse Brandy C received. But I was, like, that, like, almost, like, seemed a little too real. <laughs> it didn't help her cry, but I just remember, like, you're a piece of shit. You don't matter. Like, it was a little more, like specific that rodeo's kids narrative was but uh brandy fucked up i thought the cigars were excellent yeah Uh, that one guy he enlists his teammate to like take huge drags out of the cigars and blow them right into his own eyes (laughs) so they're like teaming up he has like his eyes open and he's just blowing smoke his eyes like pull it like he's like pull it pull it and then the other guy's like don't close your eyes don't blink (laughs) so eventually he can't get it he's freaking out he resorts to yeah, he just puts like he puts the lit end of the cigarette like into under his eyeball. Like, to, like I'm not joking. Like literally, just like touched his eyeball with it really fast. Cried yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. It was victorious using that method. And then at one point, I was like, I was like, he's not gonna stick that into his eye. And then like they barely showed it. it just goes like, and then, right? Like, yeah, immediately starts crying. And then at one point, um, who was it? Uh, the girl's name, Toasty. Toasty was like. How about you slap? Like, to um, 12 pack was like, all right, just Well, 12 like, pack was really going to take matters. Yeah, well, she suggested it. 12 pack, 12 to pack, be fair to 12 pack, she suggested it. Yeah. She's like, she's like, 12 pack, just hit me in the face. <laughs> and he's just like, all right. <laughs> so and like, then hey. she's like, I'm letting him hit me in the face. I'm consenting to him hitting me in the face. And she slaps, Jack, he slaps the shit out of her. But Toasty did not appear to, like, brace for impact or anything. So it was like, her neck just got like totally thrown by the hit. Like she was like providing no resistance. Yeah, which I thought was weird because like if you know you're gonna get hit, like you naturally like tense up, right? Like you're not just gonna like She went dead fish. She was completely dead fish. It's like when like people in car accidents, like the drunk drivers survive more. Yeah. They just like flop around in the car. Exactly. When the people who like see the thing coming, they like freak out and get like more hurt. Right. It was like that, but she was but the drunk she, driver. But she definitely <laughs> should have tensed up. It would have yeah. benefited her in that situation. So her neck went so far to the side. I was like concerned for a second. I was like, holy shit. She did start crying pretty quickly, though. Yeah. So, what, hey, so hey, he's going to hate. So she got cracked. And then uh, this whole thing was just such a frantic mess, though. Which It was like just fun to watch because of the like. Also, the one person strategy of just. So then. Yeah, basically came down to two people, which they always end suspiciously close. Like, I don't know how they edit these competitions, but yeah, I'm always never sure about that. But uh, the one girl just had her eyes peeled open with her fingers as wide as they went. She was trying to go pure dryness. Like, she just tried to dry them out enough where, like, a tear would fall down her face, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yep. then there was, like, uh, another girl. What was the other person doing? I think it was just more emotional abuse. The last two on the green team were Brandy C getting emotionally abused <laughs> and uh, Real picking his noses out. But he was like, 
He's like, he's like, he realized, again, he realized halfway through the competition, he's like, well, I pick my nose hairs all the time. Like, yeah, he's like, I get this shit on my couch. I always cry. Why am I not crying? He's just like pulling out like nose hair over nose hair. Like, yeah, I'm like, pretty sure like you're not supposed to do that. Like if you have like too little, like isn't you just like. He was like, he, he got like 10 nose hairs. <laughs> <laughs> did he cry at all? Like, oh no, he did say he usually cries. He's like, I pull these out all the time around my apartment. I cry every time. And he's just like. And he's so good at it too. It wasn't like he was like reaching in there trying to find one. He just pulled them out. <laughs> like he was like, so experienced. Laser precision. Uh, but uh, anyway, it actually kind of weirdly came down to like a photo finish, which was hilarious because like the one girl's tear was like rolling down her mascara. But, like, yeah, but it wasn't very going. Slowly. It wasn't like really going. And, like, the other team was trying to like run. it was it was hilarious. Um, and then I guess the rest of the episode, that was the best challenge you've had so far, right? By far, by far. Like not even close. Um, the, I like I like the one on the with the on the bridge like on that bridge thing, but the um, toothpick one. Toothpick one. Uh, that turned out to be really great, but yeah. this challenge concept was the best by far. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I do what you were talking about the rest of the episode. Nothing really that happens except for uh, I mean chance. they just got really drunk. That was kind of funny. <laughs> okay, so part of it was that there's this guy and a girl that are like dating, but they're on different teams. Entertainer and Destiny. Destiny, Destiny was on the chopping block. So Entertainer doesn't want Destiny. Destiny was like going to get eliminated. Like everybody hated her guts. Like yeah. Got. So somehow, like they came up with this plan where like they were gonna try to. He was gonna get drunk and then like break up with her. Fake breakup with her, yeah, and then hope that somehow like increase their chances of staying because then they're not, yeah, there's Enter- no, like conflict of interest. Entertainer was gonna like fake drunk and cause a commotion, yeah, but they weren't even able to do this because everyone else was already <laughs> rowdy as shit. Yeah, so uh, Chance is like, all right, I got my martini, and he's like, show him there's like sipping on it, like, like all right, I'm just gonna like drink this a little bit, get a little drunk, like yeah. cause a scene. Everybody else is so wildly blacked out. Yeah, like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like, they are running around this house. Like, the guys have all their shirts off. They're, like, throwing, like, handfuls of, like, chips and, like, yeah, pretzels at each other. Fight. There's, like, a food fight. They're, like, jumping over furniture. And the funny thing was, like, it wasn't, like, oh, this is crazy. Look at everybody drink. I think they just do that every night. They just, like, it wasn't relevant to the plot ever, so they just never show it set. Oh, yeah, that's just par for the course, but it's just, like, of course they're doing that. Like, but, like, the only reason we got, like, a glimpse into it was just because, like, they were trying to execute this plan, but everyone got so fucked up, nobody even gave a shit about anything Mr. David was doing. So he didn't even get started. He didn't even start his plan. He just didn't stopped, even... he didn't, he just stopped drinking. He was like, this sucks. He yeah. just, like, had to call it up. So that was funny. And then I guess the only other thing was, like, you have to put three names on your team, go into the box, and then the other team eliminates one person. Yeah, so... Uh, so Chance puts his own name in the box. Oh, real, real. It was real. Or real, sorry. Um, puts his own name in the box. Real thought he was, like, safe for sure. He's like, there's no way I'll get eliminated. Because everyone hated Destiny so much. Yeah. And he didn't also didn't cry in the challenge. So he's like, alright, I didn't cry in the challenge. I'll put my name in. I'll be a team player. Right. Not realizing that the other team eliminates him, not his own team. Right, so the other team so, like, generally like, is like, the team we wanna... player part like meant nothing to the other team at all. They're just like, yeah. well, shit, we could just get rid of you. That'd be kind of nice, right? Right, like, well, we could just get rid of a, like, per- a strong person. Like, we're for sure going to do that. Took him a while to figure that out. And he realizes it on like, the little elim- elimination, what do you call that? Like Getaway? A, like, where the person deciding who gets voted off. Uh, takes the three nominees and like talks to them and like it takes all the way up until that point and like it like halfway through it real is just like 
it just now occurred to me that it probably might have not have been. And you can see, you purpose. can see like the light bulb click in his head, and he's like, "Oh shit, I actually might get eliminated." <laughs> yeah, because the other two people are like, "Well, Real's way like more of a threat than we are," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm like way better than." Oh wait. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, so the other two, so there's three people who are on the chopping block, and then the one person who chooses, and they, like they're all like making their cases. And Chance is like, well, I'm like a real strong player. Like, I'm real <laughs> solid. And then the other girls are like, yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> like, you want us on your, the opposing team, you right? You beat us for sure. And the Chance is like, no, I'm good. I'm a strong. He's like, oh, fuck, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts being like, well, wait, wait, wait. Like, some of them are mental. Like, today, I, I was terrible. I didn't even <laughs> like, I didn't start even crying. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was it. And then uh, Destiny got Somehow Destiny still got eliminated. Toasty and Real have a real alliance, so good for Real, I guess. Not really for Toasty. So I guess the only what's bothering me this week that I have is uh, work related. I know you always enjoy these ones. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you know how like at every standard company you get like you're like certain amount of vacation days, you get so say three weeks, then you get like five, six slash personal days. And then there's, yeah. like, some bereavement time mixed in there. That's, like, that's not really, like, an official, like, category I think you could run out of. Like, do they call it, some places just call it flex Yeah, time. it's, like, called bereavement. Like, you enter it as bereavement, uh-huh. and then, like, it's just bereavement, and nobody expects there's you to be sick, working. Well, there's sick days, vacation days, and personal days. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you have bereavement. Okay. So I am proposing that we introduce one more type of day into that mix, and it's just called not doing shit days. Mental health days. No, no, no. No, no different. Because okay. that's just like a personal day, basically, if you want to do it that way. Not doing so shit. a not doing shit day is I think everybody should get like three, probably three of these every year. Okay. Where at like 10 a.m. and you just have nothing to do, you could just call a not doing shit day. Like I have literally nothing to do. And it's a no questions asked. I get to go home. We're not rearranging workloads. We're not <laughs> like, yeah. we're not like, don't put me on some project that like, we've been putting off for a little while. It's just like, I have nothing to do. I'm going home. You have to call it. You have to be at work to call it. Though. Yeah, yeah. You can't you do it ahead of time. Yeah, you have to be there at least three hours. So like, you have to like know that like, you actually don't have anything to do. Right. And you can just call it not doing shit day and just leave no questions asked. You're not allowed to like be given more responsibility or like you don't have to do any of that. No one can contact you. Oh, we found something at two. No. Yeah. No. It's my day. I took it. And that's a separate category. Completely separate category. So it's like when you get to work, you realize you have nothing to do. Like, cause I had that like right after New Year's. It was like, like two days after New Year's. It's like a Thursday, uh-huh. and I was just had literally nothing to do. Uh huh. And like, I knew it wasn't gonna stay like that forever. Like this week, I was working way late. Like yesterday, like working a lot today. What's that day? But like that specific day, I just didn't have anything to do. I am very for this. So I, I think just, that's an amazing idea. Say like, hey boss, not doing shit today. And just no questions asked. I have to leave. Oh, did I tell you? I told. I, mean, my... I feel like you blow something off, and they find out about it. Then, like, obviously, you're like it, right. But if you call your day, but if you it's... call it no, not doing shit day, yeah, then it's that's, like that's built in. Yeah, that's it's expected. Right. <laughs> my dad was heavily on board of the black coffee line. By the way, <laughs> I bring I bring that up because I feel like every like. He'd be beyond into the not doing shit day as well. <laughs> uh, I got some like anecdotes that are kind of funny, but I don't know if I want to put these in the pod. You can just say them and tell me if you want to delete it later. Okay. Or like 
have no momentum going into this one. Okay, so, so this one, all right, so actually I'll, I'll do two, and then I'll decide, because the first one's funnier than the second one. The second one's just a straight up brag, but I kind of want to do it. I just want to tell you this, because it's funny. Cool. All right, so the first, the first one, all right, so I got together with a friend named Will Camper okay. to watch the wild, fuck, what weekend is this? I think this was just actually week 17. It was just the week 17, there were two games on Saturday for some reason. Yeah. That yeah, they just yeah. threw those two ones. It was like a 3.31 and then a 7 o'clock one. And they're really good matchups. It was the Bills-Patriots game that like came down to the wire. Uh-huh. Um, that was a fun game. Specifically, I, me and we were both really enjoying it. It's because both teams, their offenses, like, they don't just like spread it out and like dink and dunk and like throw. Like, everything was under center. Like, they always had at least a tight end on the field. Like, so, mostly a tight end and a fullback. They had like a running back out there and like two wide receivers. And it was like that's how they were running. Both teams were running their offenses, Real which football. I thought was fascinating because I was like, it felt like a throwback to like a 2006 football game, and or I was like in like 1986. Yeah, right. And I was like, damn, I kind of missed this. Like, yeah. This is like, there's just like a lot of running, like a lot of like, like good punts that are like, you flip the field by getting two first downs there, like 25 yards, and now you're punting. Like that was like a pretty good drive because now they're pinned back, and you're and, like, then, All right. if you get, and then if you can force them to punt right away, you get the ball like right back where you were, and you feel like. Yeah, right. it was a fun game right, like that. Right, right, like a lot of field position considerations being taken effect, a lot of running. Like, I I just kind of missed a lot of a lot of good defense. Deep cut football. Yeah, it wasn't like incompetent offense. It was like also good defense. So it was like uh-huh. it was a nice balance. And Patriots were doing so many like play action, like swing passes, just trying to get like anything going. It just reminded me of the mid two thousands. So we meet up at Vaughn's. Great spot. It like you for that game. Great spot. So like, all right, let's like watch the game. So we'll meet up at three thirty. It's just the two of us. Uh, he beats me there by like five minutes. He gets prime real estate at the bar, like right on the top corner. corner. Yep. Yep. yep, right on the corner. We were uh, the two from the corner, and then like the corner was there. Okay. Um. So like we got we got prime real estate. Uh-huh. Always good people on that end. Um, reliably good corner. Yeah, reliably good corner. Real real people go there. <laughs> um, weirdly crowded. Good. Which is good. Because um, this is like, this is where, it's kind of like how that bender rolls into it. Because it's like the weekend before Christmas, which like, then you're like, oh, Christmas is next week. I barely have to work. Like, I'm going out this weekend. And then that's just how it all just cycles. But, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm making this story really long right now. Anyway, there's like one bartender working. This is, this is the funny part. So there's one bartender working. Oh, that sucks. Weirdly crowded. She is doing a fantastic job. Like, she is working her fucking ass off over there. And it's like, even if it's like, you finish your beer, you have to wait like seven, eight minutes. Like, no, like, yeah, it's just like, I just admire, I'm sitting here, I'm staring at you, like, you're going all out yeah, over here. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know why it was so crowded in there, but it was like really crowded, like, late afternoon that day. Um, so finally, so we watched that entire football game. We also just like had her give us the remote at one point because we we're like flipping back and forth to the Bulls game. We had like our own TV going. That's <laughs> like, we were really, we got perfect. real comfortable on those two bar stools. <laughs> you just had the remote. Yeah, we're like, can you like, We'll just do it. Like, you like, don't have to it, worry about this that's shit. That's exactly, because, like, when we got there, like, all right, the Patriots game was down there, but, like, we also wanted over here. So we'd, like, ask her when it was super slammed. She, like, kind of forgot for 15 minutes or watching the other TV, and then finally she comes over. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, what channel? And I was like, you know what? Like, we'll handle the channel. She <laughs> <laughs> changed the channel, just set the remote down right in front of me, never give it back. She's Bulls, just like, thank God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Bulls came on at 6, so we flipped over to the Bulls game when those, in between the two games. <laughs> 7 o'clock game goes on, we're like, oh. Patriots, was it the 49ers Seahawks game? I think so. Or 49ers yeah, played. Yeah, it was Marshawn Lynch's debut, yeah. 
No, fuck. It was 49ers Seahawks. No, it was Seahawks. They played the Rams. 49ers Rams? Yeah. And I mean, like, the Rams were, like, dead, but not all the way dead yet. So the 7 o'clock... Seven it ended up being 34-31. Fantastic game. The 7 o'clock game came on. So the 7 o'clock game comes on. 49ers Rams. So we flip back game. to that. We're, we're still sitting in these same bars. So literally haven't moved an inch since 3.30. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bartender finally finishes the shift. We close out with her. Tip her. Like, you did a great job. Uh, it turns out that the people to our right were, like, her friends. Oh. So she gets off work. She's not right next to us. Uh, her friends have been there for, like, a while. Like, a oh. long while. Like, drinking. And kind of getting after it a little bit. So she gets off work. And it does that thing where, like, she tries to, like, you know, like, catch up, like, drinking-wise. Oh. Just rockets so far past everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, catching up never works. <laughs> like, ever. She took, like, five shots. Yeah, she does, like, she has, like, two shots and two beers, like, like immediately. You know, like, like, pints. I'm like, holy fuck, what are you doing? You're like, I drink, you're like, we drink, like, six or seven drinks over, like, a four-hour period. And you're, like, condensing it Yeah, I was drinking, like, one an hour. Like, yeah, because, like, we're really interested in, like, this football. There's, like, one an hour, it's really crowded, so, like, we're not pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, she blows by everybody at their corner of the table, including her friends. Uh, so she's just the best, so that was just kind of funny. Uh, eventually, we end up watching that entire late game, too. Uh-huh. And then, finally, we, like, kind of look at each other, like, fuck, what time is it? Uh, it was 10.30 at night. Yeah. So we literally sat in the same two bar stools at the end of Vons from 3.30 to 10.30. <laughs> Didn't talk to anybody besides ourselves. <laughs> and, like, kind of people over there. So I'm like, all right, all right, all right, time to go, time to go. So I stand up for, like, the first time, walk outside. I'm like, all right, I feel pretty good for how long I was there. Wait, you didn't even, like, go to the bathroom? Oh, well, I mean, we went to the bathroom. Okay, back, okay. But, like, it was literally just, like, chip straight back. Right. We weren't, like, conversing or anything like that. We never ate, never got food. <laughs> we actually couldn't believe it was 1030 at night. And I'm like, well, I guess that game did start at, like, 720. We're like, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. So yeah, I, time I, flies. So I'm like, all right, shit. Spent way too much money at the bar. I'm going to call an Uber pool and go home. So I call the Uber pool. It's there, like, suspiciously fast. Like, it just kind of, like, came right around the corner. I'm like, oh, sweet. So I'm looking in the car. It's like a normal, just like four-door thing. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm sitting in the front. I don't want to sit in the back with like strangers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get in the front seat with the guy and just like chatting him up, just having a great time up there. I'm like, man, like, this is crazy. We've gone like a mile and a half without picking anybody up. And he's like, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just talking to this guy, just like having the time of my life in the front seat, just marveling at how lucky I am that uh, we didn't have to like grab anybody for the ride. He like wasn't ready and it would like take forever. Uh-huh. They'd like drop him off before your stop. Uh, get to the end, and I was like, man, what luck. He's like, dude, you did not call an Uber pool, man. Like, it's, it's just you. Doing- <laughs> <laughs> you, did you think there's people in the back seat? No, I, I just, like, I just thought I got really lucky that we didn't have to stop to pick anybody up. And like- Wait, but didn't you only get in the front seat because you thought there's, oh exactly. no, you were anticipating pick, picking people up, so right. I was gonna get ahead of the game. <laughs> you, like, called, like, a regular <laughs> My my sister was telling me like sitting next to this guy like talking like just chatting up like crazy. She's probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing? My sister was telling me every time she called an Uber, she would get in the like for the first like few years of Uber, she would get in the front every time because she thought it was rude (laughs) to get in the back. (laughs) So yeah, that was my Uber pool home that night. Alright, we talked for a very long time on this one. We haven't seen each other for a while. Yeah. Are you talking Loyola North? Up there? Which Loyola? Oh, I guess I Loyola, Loyola Law School 
it's probably in the city. Yeah, I assume that's, 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 that's I just assume that's on the north side, but I don't know why. Well, Loyola University is like almost Evanston. Mm. It's not that one. Yeah. Right. But, like, well, law schools tend to be. I didn't get the vibe he was getting that. I, think, I thought he was just like getting on the train. I think he's getting on the blue line, probably. Good for him. I've got a question for you, which is a questionable one for uh, this podcast now that we have more listeners than I thought we did. <laughs> this would have been a good like episode two topic. Uh, if you were like a really hot girl, like, would you uh, would you post nudes online? Yes. I would be not a porn star, but I would be like... <laughs> I would be living off my naked body, like, no questions asked. Oh, you're just gonna try to come, like, an Instagram one? Or, like, an anonymous, like... No, I'd be one of those girls... Poster. No, 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 <laughs> I, I would be selling that shit. I'd be selling a subscription. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you go all the way. You go further. I would just be, like, one of those neck-down people. And then that way I could get, like... Just because I'm just vain. So I get, like, like approval, but like, I don't actually put my face out there. I'd be just, like, check out this rock well, the other round... dudes online. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, you're hot. I don't know. I feel like hot girls have to go through a really... Uh, like big mind fuck their whole life because it's like do people actually like me or do you know and that's a whole thing yeah so but they already know people like that part <laughs> right 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 but then they're like they were like everyone likes this obviously but like what if, I want someone who likes me yeah, like, way, I'd be profiting off of it. Yeah, like, I would. Big... I would be very. Easy, it would very easily separate my business life from my personal life. Like, <laughs> even if it was like a couple hundred a month, like bare minimum, like that's better than nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? Even a net down person can make bank off that. Like, yeah, I thought you had to be like an Instagram you... like selling like lotion. For, like, no, so there's girls on Twitter that have like thirty thousand Twitter followers, and they have old. They, they, have you heard of OnlyFans? There's like a subscription service for naked girls where they just like post news and shit and little videos and you can like subscribe subscribe to their OnlyFans and like one girl's like I make fourteen grand a month because seven hundred people are paying twenty dollars a month. Okay, well because I literally and she's like not famous. She's just a hot girl. She, yeah, she just has a following? Yeah. Interesting. For like nothing. Or I mean for her body. Well, I still don't think I want my face out there. Attached the, the face thing, that's a good point. I would be a little because like then you're saying like separate the business and the personal. That, that, that that's not separated anymore. Your face. I'm right a little that's just instantly uh, not separated. <laughs> like I'm a little reckless. Is all it comes okay. down no, to. That's fine. So that's my fine. face yeah, would yeah. be out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not like trying to convince. I'm just giving the honest answer. Attention, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Only from the neck down. It's like Wednesday. You're not having a great day. Like, I'm just gonna post a nude, and like everybody's gonna love it. Everybody's gonna <laughs> love this shit. 